Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. The Porcupine with Adam Nutter. What's up? I wasn't picking my nose, I promise. <laughs> I'm Adam Nutter. How's it going? Host of the Porcupine. Uh, guys, go follow me on, on Instagram at Adam Nutter, on Twitter at Tattooed Comic. I just appealed again for my old account. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what Twitter says. Uh, I am staying local to end the year for comedy stuff. Uh, I'm going on the road next year, like all over. So, But as far as the end of the year, I'm staying local. So we do have one, oh, yeah, one final show of the year, December 23rd. It's the Christmas Eve Eve show over in John and Peter's in New Hope, Pennsylvania. So coming out to that, I think it's like five ten dollars tickets, pretty cheap. But uh, coming out, it's gonna be a fucking blast. It's comedy. Then they're gonna do like music afterwards, like a whole thing. So if you guys are local by Philly, coming out, it's a, it's a good time. Uh, of course, also go check out the Porcupine, uh, uh, the Cult of Us podcast I do with the great Neil Wood wearing the shirt. Just comedy, no politics. YouTube.com slash Cult of Us. All right. You guys know all that shit though, guys. Uh, my guest today, uh, you you know him, you love him from the fucking in health and fit no in health and liberty <laughs> podcast. The fucking I always fuck up your podcast. You're good there. In liberty and health, liberty and health. Oh, <laughs> my boy Kyle Matovic. <laughs> What's, What's up? up, man? Thanks for having me on. And uh, you know this nerd. <laughs> This fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to write your insults for you. I mean, that's how bad you are at. No, I just, I just hate you so much. I just don't want to try it. I just pull you up. I'm like this fucking loser. <laughs> he had like, he had like whiskey dick, except for we're it was contractually that at the obligated to do like two appearances on each other's show a year. So it's just like we're, we're, we're filling them in at the end here before the year runs out. Yeah, we're gonna be on each other's show four times in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know him. You guys love him. Give it up for Jacob. Winograd from the Biblical Anarchy podcast. What's up, man? Not much, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, boys, it's been it's been a fun year. We're almost at the yeah. end. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, a few months, and there'll be another convention time soon yeah. <laughs> for us here in Pennsylvania. Uh, what are your thoughts of this year for like Pennsylvania, for the national, for the country, everything? What are you guys' thoughts of overall wrapping up this year? What do you think, Kyle? Oh, geez. Um, I, I got to say, I was a little disappointed in the LPPA, but, um, you know, there was a lot going on behind the scenes and, you know, it seemed like we lost a lot of activists who had to run campaigns and, you know, just kind of finding your footing with everything. So, you know, that, that kind of sucked, but, um, next year definitely seems a little bit brighter. Um, and on top of that, the national party, uh, the messaging has been on point, um, I, I really can't think of any time where they really drop the ball on anything, which is really, really good to see. So you, instead of seeing people clown the Libertarian Party, which seemed to be the usual thing, um, it seems like everyone's retweeting it and celebrating it. So that's uh, it's all good stuff. Um, their foreign policy outlooks have been very, very greatly improved. I remember um, the LP National in 2021 tweeting out Taiwan as a country. Like you yeah. guys are just yeah, you guys are just carrying water for the worst people in the face of the planet. Because uh, if it wasn't Angela McArdle running the uh, you know LP National, I'm sure there'd be Ukraine flags in the bio by now. <laughs> for sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now instead of people just making fun of us and moving on, like at least now they're making fun of us, but at least we're fighting back. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> we're actually, like you know, retaliating with like smart tweets and and like proof of stuff, not just like gay trans kids matter lives whatever the fuck they were treating before we're, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're not left or right we're fiscally conservative and socially <laughs> awkward <laughs> yeah they're like a, instead of just making fun of us they do say oh well you know maybe those autists have a little bit of a point exactly there's a little more bravado to our autism <laughs> at least like we have an opinion now before it was just kind of like listen we're we're just like the democrats or hey we're just like there, it's like now it's like no, we're, we're actually we actually stand for something. Now half of that might be retarded, but hey, we stand for it. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Jacob? What do you think about this year? So I mean, it, it it feels like almost two years worth of shit happened because I feel yeah. like there was like the first half and then cultivating in Reno, then there was like the second half, which was like the election cycle. I mean, broadly, I think things went pretty well. Um, Kyle and I have had some exchanges over Twitter about here in PA and stuff. And, you know, I think the problem was here in PA, we fought really, really hard for two years over a pile of dog shit. 
Yeah, you're and right. Then, what, by the way, when you guys we, it's like a feedback humming thing going on in one of your mics, I'm not sure who it is, but I'm just like, that's gonna be annoying to people for sure. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I cut you off, but I don't, I don't know. It shouldn't be any feedback because I have. It was, it's, 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 it's like a mm, type of thing going on in the back. I hear it. It's fine. So when you guys will figure it out. Go, sorry, go. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. So, but it's Kyle. No, we were. It was Kyle. It's Kyle. It's always Kyle. I was gonna say. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a Jew, so I have the people watching out for me. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> part, of the, part of the tribe. So, uh, yeah. No, we we fought really hard for two years over this pile of 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 dog shit. And then, like, we finally had it in our hands, and then it's like, oh wait, we're holding a pile of dog shit, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like what we inherited is practically nothing. And yes, some people who, you know, were the biggest fish in the smallest fucking pond in the world, who did like a lot of work, um, you know, relatively speaking, left. And then, like, we had to take it and try to hit the ground running with a party that had no finances and really terrible infrastructure and make something of it and we had like no time to do it we were just kind of like who's going to be candidates and it was just like it might as well have been a draft it was like you you and you your candidates go try not to be embarrassing and they you know didn't really succeed at that they were a little embarrassing <laughs> but you know they, it could have been worse and yeah. you know we it could, were it could have been to... fetterman well yeah and here's the thing like for as bad as some of the pa stuff went like we secured ballot access like so, at the end of the day, it's like, it's one of those kind of like um, to compare it to, to to like the NFL. It reminds me of like when like you're like the old two thousands Ravens team that like would win a win a game like six to three. Yeah, and it's like yeah, that was the ugliest game in the world. You don't really leave that game feeling like really good about yourself, but you go, hey, a, win, a win's a win. You know what you know what I mean? And I think this year was a win. It wasn't pretty. There's a lot that we can get better on. Um, I'm really excited for next year with Project Decentralized Revolution and like getting actually to implement the MC strategy at the local level with the national party backing us for the first time. That's going to be the real test. So, you know, this year we got a lot done, but, um, you know, there were definitely some missteps and I hope we uh, adjust where we have to adjust. And I'm, I'm looking forward to next year. Hey, if yeah. we didn't um, obtain the ballot access right what does that mean does that mean all those keystone fags could come back in is that is that the whole thing <laughs> is that the whole no, fucking thing I think it's, <laughs> maintaining ballot access means like not having to um do as much like petitioning to get on the ballot so to speak like you okay. and you still have to do petitioning to get on the ballot but you know, when you have minor party status i think um it there's i think it depends on it's different for local elections versus statewide elections versus federal elections all like different rules and stuff but um but yeah i think securing ballot access just like doesn't if you don't have ballot access it doesn't mean you can't run anybody it just means that like you have to work four times as hard to get people on the ballot and get their name out and stuff this this whole election cycle for us like personally like, for as like libertarians especially Pennsylvania whatever like that uh it was like a fucking nightmare, like all around nightmare. I feel like, 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 like you said, kind of Jacob, like the candidate thing was rough. Like we were rushing to everything that was kind of fucking rough. Uh, we got to figure, I mean, by 2024 is the next one, right? Hopefully we actually ask people who want to run <laughs> as candidates <laughs> and then, <laughs> no, no, I mean, and then and like the build that around that and like make it th because like we all saw how many, people this election cycle libertarians were like oh vote libertarian no matter what and a lot of us were like i don't know if that's the right idea <laughs> just to yeah, vote no, l because l <laughs> you know definitely it's... some interesting states where things were like here in pa it was like fetterman and oz was like no like i will vote i was like i don't care i mean unless the candidate was literally joe Solosky, that was the only way i was not right. voting libertarian in this election well, well, um, I'm, listen there's there's uh, a fucking oh, that's what i'm looking for uh Someone help me out. Word. Looking for. God damn it. There <laughs> Beggars can't be choosy. Beggars can't oh, yeah. be choosy type of thing. Yeah. Where, you know, it's like, it's like, also, I know Eric personally, so I'm going to vote for Eric. But like, like, outside of Pennsylvania, though, like a lot of candidates were running against Republicans who were like, so, uh, you know, on the level, decent, like liberty people. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, if Blake Masters was was a PA candidate for Senate, um, 
I would be really tempted to vote for him. Right. And it's not because I think Blake mm-hmm. Masters is perfect or that I think I don't even think he's really a libertarian. I just think that he's a decent Republican. Like he's not a terrible neocon. He's not a complete sellout. I, I think the fact that he didn't have the backing of like Mitch McConnell and, and stuff like that is kind of a good sign. I think that he understands Austrian economics. I think deep down, I think he understands interventionism uh, and stuff isn't isn't the way, even though maybe he was rhetorically not as good on war um, as we would like him to be. But I think that was him kind of just like trying to sort of play the field to maintain like the voter support in his party and stuff. You know, he, he definitely has he's a bit of a he's a culture warrior. You know what I mean? He's like, we have to fight back against the left and take back the institutions and, and you know, ban certain things and, and whatnot. And that's not you know, I don't agree with him on that. But it's like if I had Blake Masters versus Fetterman or Blake Masters versus Tom Wolf. That's not a contest. I'm going with right. Blake Masters. And it wouldn't be like nothing against Eric. It'd be like, it'd be like Eric, I love you as a friend, but uh, you know, I'm going to vote for the Republican in this instance only because like the other option is just com- completely brain dead, no pun intended. Yeah, and this was something that I saw a lot of libertarians kind of arguing about. You could definitely say that Blake Masters is better than like a Hillary Clinton Democrat, which from what I understand, Mark Kelly was. And, um, you know, I had plenty of criticisms of Blake Master, but, um, you know, in some situations, you just got to vote libertarian because, you know, it's like, hey, these choices are just so absolutely horrid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, think it, I think it's just the statewide elections. You know, it depends on if it's a ballot access race, too. Right. Like the Blake, the the Blake Masters, Mark Kelly race that wasn't that wasn't for ballot access. So the stakes aren't even like there's nothing to gain unless you were running either a a winning campaign. So like you're you're running a campaign that like you're actually polling at like, I don't know, at least above 30 percent or something um, or like 20 to 30 percent. And uh, yeah, you know, people are in the comments are saying stuff about ballot access. Yeah, I agree. Ballot access is important. So if you're running a ballot access campaign, that's different. Right. But the Blake Masters and Mark Kelly thing was was not was not was not was not. I don't care what Kara Schultz says a million times over Twitter. <laughs> she's wrong. It was not about ballot access race at all. Um, right. So um, if it's ballot access, that's different. But if it's not, then it's like you need to either you need to bring something to the table. You need to be either running a winning or, or a chance of winning chance of like making major noise with your vote turnouts or you need to be like a Dave Smith or a Spike Cohen level messenger that like you're actually growing the movement in a meaningful way. Um, and I don't think that the other guy, uh, uh, Victor, uh, the libertarian candidate, like nothing against him. I, th- I think I think he's a decent libertarian. I know he had some takes that people didn't like, but uh, in some of the interviews and, and debates he did, but it's like he wasn't like growing the movement in a way that really made the sacrifice worth anything if he was going to be spoiler in that election you know if it was someone like a ron paul or spike or a dave or you know even like a justin amash you know what i mean like i mean and i kind of hate justin amash he kind of sucks but at the same time like i would vote for him because i think he i think if he was running a campaign under that banner right now that he would be able to bring people into the party so you know you, you need to bring something to the table if it's just running to run and like I don't I don't I hate the argument and I'll, I'll stop talking after this. I hate the whole <laughs> argument that's like we have to give we have to represent the voters and give them a third option. It's like why? Like that's that's that is such a weak sauce argument and it was one thing to hear that argument from like the non Mises caucus people, like the classical liberal caucus in the old regime that that were like, you know, you have to run trans uh, you have kids. To give, I was going to say classic yeah. liberal rights. caucus, uh, aka yeah, yeah. child grooming caucus, but go on. <laughs> but but um but but to hear that coming from like people within our own caucus, I was like, no, that was that's not what we're about. We're not just the you know, end the duopoly party. We're not just the give people a third option party. Like that's just like, that is just rhetorically uh, uncompelling. Yeah. But I think like you also made the point about messaging and like the guy Victor from Arizona. Right. And I know we all jumped down his throat initially because we thought he was arguing against age of consent laws. And then, then like we turned out that like, Oh, he was just trying to fr- But okay. If you're going to bring that up, you better be better with your words guy. 
Yeah. Like that's and that goes to your yeah. point is like he's not a good mess. I mean, dude, if you start by going like Asian consent, right? What about those laws? Like, if I just say that like that, <laughs> it sounds like I'm like, we should fuck these kids, you know? <laughs> but like, that's not what he was saying. But that's what it sounded like he was saying. And we all thought that when we said that. We're all like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, uh, upon him elaborating on that, it, he really it wasn't anything I could say unreasonable. But you know how Twitter is. You know, when you get right. a clip like that going, everyone's going to think exactly what you just said. You know, hey, this guy wants to fuck kids. Um He's actually a lawyer for a lot of interesting cases. Like, I think he was actually representing John Schaefer from Iced Earth when he went into the Capitol for January 6th. Um, I was talking to Pat McFarlane about this. Never yeah, forget. Rep- Never forget the worst day in American history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, um, there was someone on Twitter. I, I think that Courtney Mill or whatever her name is, some stupid uh, trad blonde woman. Um, she had... Uh, posted something about uh, i think giving women the right to vote and own land was very very important and you know it was like insta ratio i was i was kind of proud of the boys for that one (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know dude uh i i think um as far as pa goes for next for next cycle we gotta just get on the ball better we gotta start asking people well ahead of time being like hey do you actually give a shit about this position like will you actually campaign we actually dedicate the time and fucking effort into doing it if not we're good or like run for like a local thing, like uh, even in Newtown. Uh, I think uh, the new like there's like a bunch of Newtown Township advisor roles coming up in 2024, and then everyone bucks is like, "You should run." I was like, "No," <laughs> but like, but like a lot of local shit like that that matters is coming up next cycle, and like they make like dumb local bullshit laws and code and stuff like that. So if we could just get those in charge, fuck governor and shit. Who cares? Like, do all the local shit. We actually make things matter and, like, pass local law. Like, fuck the national stuff. Like, it doesn't matter. I, I, we, I, I don't even think we should be. Also, for this past, like, PA especially, we should have just been like, yo, if we don't have to run anybody, we don't run anybody. We'll just fucking focus on messaging or something like that. Because, like, I think running bad people is just as bad as or not as bad as running no one. But we, I think we had to run people to maintain ballot access. And we we accomplished that. So I thought it's like we, you know. And... We had to run people for that? Yeah. Yeah, that we. I guess it makes sense. Yeah, if you had to get the votes, right? It's like I forget, and it's all like you know. As soon as the elections were done, all that like useless information like out of my head. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like you have to get a certain percentage of the highest vote getter in the state, and and I think Eric did that for us. Um, so. Um, it's like, listen, like it wasn't pretty. That's why I compared it to like old, like they get old Tampa Bay Buccaneers or old Ravens teams when they would win games. It's, it's like, just nobody's it, ugly after 2 a.m., man. Just call it like it is. <laughs> you're hammered. You had too many drinks. And the next thing you know, you're taking I home was, a five. I was 12 shots in and I was looking at that 13. <laughs> there <shot>. it is. <laughs> Not 13, though, because that's right. Yeah, right. <laughs> 12 and a half. I stopped, okay. I stopped right at the edge. That's fair. Uh, what, uh, so uh, we talk about the caucus stuff. Classical liberal caucus again. As this past week has been in our newsfeed uh, lately, talking about all the fucking trans youth bullshit and all that stuff. Um, and they they've like quintupled down on it over and over. And like I'm the nice guy. Like I want to get along with everybody. And I I kept on like they would make a tweet. I'd be like, ooh, uh, that's that's not it, man. And I would just try try throwing them a bone. I would try reframing it to be like, listen, okay. Maybe what you should say is, like, you don't want... Because I get the idea that, like, if you don't want the government to ban certain procedures because you're afraid of, like, okay, well, if I ban this treatment that's used on trans kids, then a doctor who wants to use that medication on something else where it's actually, like, necessary will be barred from doing it. Or the unintended consequences of any law, which is something libertarians talk about. It's like, it's like focus on that kind of argument. That that has some merit. But to just, like, quantiple down on, like, trans kids, trans kids, trans kids, trans kids. It's like, you know, at, at some point I just threw my hands up and I was like, whatever. This is the hill you're going to die on, I guess. Like, fuck. Dude, I'm very over, like, trying to be like, maybe they meant this. Fuck that. Now, they know they, they know what they're saying. Like, they yeah, know what they're I, saying. I, they, I know some of the members in there, and, like, they do a better job than, like, the caucus account does in terms of, like, trying to, I don't know, not be as cringe with what they're saying. Right, but, but as you know, that's not how it works. The, yeah. th- that They're the public face of the group, just like the Mises Caucus account is the public face of it. It doesn't matter. And people are just going to react to what that account's saying. 
So you could be like, there's a few poop. It doesn't matter. I'm now in my brain. There's I'm like, good these... people on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the whole trans kids, right. Or whatever the hell it was. Trans kids rights or human rights. I think that was the tweet. Um, with all the stuff that's going on now about how we're seeing all these drag shows and shit like that. I mean, that is going to be wildly unpopular, even with probably a lot of Democrats, I even be willing to say. Um, I don't think that's like this huge groundswell thing that's going on. It's definitely happening. But, um, you know, that needs to be stopped wherever the fuck it's happening. Because clearly that shit's inappropriate. But I just to like want to die on that hill like you guys were saying it's an incredibly stupid strategic error that at this point like how do you defend that and i'm sure if you look on the quote tweets there's not going to be anybody um defending that because it's just it's retarded oh it's the same group of people who it's the waldenbergers of the group that fucking keep which by the way he's still getting negative google reviews on his business because of me and that's pretty funny (laughs) (laughs) i just don't understand what compels these people like why trans kids is something that like they find especially motivating as a cause to get behind it's like because jacob they're not really libertarian i know it's a it's a tired saying too you're not real libertarian but they're not i mean they're they're dying on the on the progressive hill that's what they're doing, and that's what, they, right, that's what they are. You're not a libertarian. You're just a progressive who maybe likes guns or something. I don't know. Right. But like, it, it's always it's, like it's, one or two things that make them yeah. not a full progressive, but they are anyway. It's like it's because you like guns that make you not a progressive. Well, like it's if like, you, it's like they're they're like we we're not for communism or socialism. We want like lower taxes. It's like being for lower taxes isn't even what, what like like I don't get up in the morning and do all the shit I do for the for the movement and the party because it's like you know what you know what I absolutely want is lower taxes. Like I'm not saying I, w- I wouldn't want lower taxes, but that is not the like number one goal. It's not it's not the driving core of libertarianism. Like the driving core of libertarianism <laughs> is like self ownership and non aggression and property rights and and anti war. Yeah, well, I, I no, think some yeah, of these, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, go, go. No, go, go, go. Um, some of the libertarians, as we'll call them, in that kind of group are using libertarianism as a means to justify their degeneracy. It's not any way that they really see it increase freedom. They see this as, you know, the way that society is structured, where there's necessary burdens placed upon individuals. Um, they see that as oppressive, right? That's kind of the whole progressive paradigm where they see as institutions and you know, more responsibility is oppressive. So they seek libertarianism as a way to release themselves of that responsibility. But you know what's really stupidly ironic? Like, remember the whole argument these people made about masks and vaccines, which they were like, well, no, guys, it's obvious. It goes without saying we don't want the government to mandate this stuff. But what we have to do is we have to be really <laughs> pro this stuff and just go out and do it to show that you don't need government to force it. Like, and that was a dumb hill to die on because, like, as it, we were all proven right. Like masks were useless. The jab was useless, et cetera. But it's like, so the underlying principle though, of like, there are some things that you need to take personal responsibility to do to sort of demonstrate that like we are capable of self-governing. We don't need the government to take care of us. Isn't wrong. They just applied it to like the dumbest issues that were just not based in fact. But when it comes to like, Something like children's rights, okay? Like, yeah, that is something that's a little bit tricky to figure out, which is why libertarians should be, like, dying on the hill of, like, standing up for children in terms of, like, saying, like, you know, like, children are highly impressionable, they're Mm -hmm. innocent, they're not fully developed yet, and we should be, like, we shouldn't be trying to find how close to the line we can get in terms of, like, what is grooming and what is violating the consent of children and mutilating them and 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 abusing them like we should be as far away from that as fucking possible like Mm -hmm. we should be like trying to uh be the party like the culture of our movement and party should be like you know wow these people like we don't need child labor laws and we don't need laws about protecting kids if libertarians are in charge because they have a culture that just takes care of that like that that is so like their argument about the the covid regime is right except it's applied to the wrong topic and when when and when the right topic it's applied from, in favor of the regime right it's applied it's applied in favor of the regime and not in favor of like i don't know like maybe kids should um have a little bit more brain development and be like 
I don't know, adult before they're taking estrogen and before they're having their breasts removed. Um, and yeah, I mean, and, and the fact like, and these cowards won't even talk to someone like Torin. I mean, right. I've been, I've been, I've been crucifying uh, the classical liberal caucus and the fakertarians and all them because it's like you guys don't have the guts to talk to Torin or anyone like no. Torin. Like you don't, you don't have the, you don't have the guts to do that to talk to someone who's been through it you know basically lived everything that you espouse and then said you know what this is bullshit and this turned wrong, away right? from it this is bad uh, well dude you, you you're nailing it on the fucking head uh, they don't care about the truth they just want to hear they just want to push their agenda right and again you have someone like torrin who's like hey actually and then when he does talk to these people on twitter and they respond they just go well like they'll, they'll dismiss him with whatever you know, excuse you know what they say to him they say well torrin you're a minority. You're a statistical anomaly, and yes. you shouldn't make decisions about the whole based upon the minority. And I'm like, that's exactly what you're fucking doing with this gender <laughs> shit. Yes. You're going look at this like half a percent of people who are gender non-binary and who are trans, and so we need to completely redefine sex and gender based upon catering to this one minority. Right. Like, it's the, they're such hypocrites. No, but then they not. literally they literally talk to Torin like a uh, like a Democrat would talk to a black conservative. Right. <laughs> yes, because they're, he's not one of theirs. Right. They're like right. you know, like, be trans, but if you ever go outside of this thinking box, you're you're a Nazi. <laughs> <There's> no, <laughs> you're the well, first and, trans and Nazi they, ever. And they only care about these minority groups insofar as the, they can be tokenized and used right. Right. to further their agenda and. One thing I'm proud of is that we never did that with Torin when he was uh, when he was trans and he was going as Audrey. Like, I mean, it would come up in conversation sometimes, but we didn't go around going, "Hey, look at this! Look at the trans guy we have." You got Ooh. one, yeah. <laughs> hey, look at ours. Yeah, <laughs> like we yeah, ours we didn't can beat do up that. yours. We, just, we, we tr I talked to him about this last week on my podcast. I was just like, it was like we we just treated him like like one of us. We didn't care about his transness. Of course, and I'm like that's. Like these people are such morons. Like they they go on and on about bigotry and racism and sexism and transphobia. And it's like you know what? Yeah, exactly what you just put up. How yeah, dare JC, we treat people yeah. like individuals and not as a yeah, that, yeah. that is the opposite of bigotry. Is just not caring about their skin color, not caring about their sexuality. It's just being like, okay, you're a person. I'm gonna talk to you like a person. I'm gonna treat you like a person, and not like, you know, oh, you're a trans, and so now I have to like, you know, walk on eggshells around you. You're this super fragile little snowflake that i can't possibly you know be myself around because i'll offend you i'll hurt your feelings right it's like also it, it, it's this whole thing of like we're we, we just want we're, we're we're normal we just want to be part of society it's like okay i'm sure some people some trans people are that's fine and they don't give a fuck but all those people who are so eggshelly like you just said do you think i'm gonna want to hang out with you Right. Like any yeah. of us are gonna want to hang out with you. you, do what you do. Yeah. Like you're what trans. Are you it's just that you're a bitch. <laughs> you're a bitch. All right. Like all I do is make fun of my friends, and I say the right. worst things about them. That's what you do, especially right. like in comedy. Like you just pick the a lot of a lot of roasting. It's you. You look at somebody and go, "What do I think is gonna upset you the most?" Is that even what I feel? <laughs> right. That's what roasting is. It's like you look at somebody and go, "What am I? What can I say that I know is gonna trigger you?" It's it's nothing about what you personally believe. It's all about. So if I look at Jacob and go, "You're gay. You're a uh, 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 weak. You're frail. You're uh, <laughs> all these easy things you can make fun of. You have glasses. You're a nerd. All these things I know are gonna bother." Right? But like, but they don't understand that. They're like, "Oh, right. You can hang out with me, but you can't make fun of this and this and this." Like that, we're not ever gonna ever be in the same room together. <laughs> like this is not yeah. how this goes. And I swear, these people like uh, I've talked about this before. Uh, you know, we we've talked about it with trans people, but then they go on about like and, and listen. Um, there are definitely times where like New Hampshire and Jeremy Kaufman like say shit on Twitter. I'm just like guys, like that's just dumb. Like it's not even that I'm offended. It's just dumb. Like the whole like um, I believe in reparations. You can either go back to Africa or shut up. I'm like guys, that's just yeah. But they're just dumb. they're trolling. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but it's it, it, they're not. They don't really mean that. <laughs> I, I know they don't troll. mean it, and I'm not offended by it. But I'm just like, it's not even. It's, to me, it it's even like a good, lowbrow troll. It's oh, not even sure. a good troll. though. It's definitely lowbrow trolling, but yeah. it's still a troll. I think anyway. sometimes those guys will just throw out something to be like, "This is what you guys sound like." As maybe, in, like maybe it's possible. How the, mean, the left I'm, tweets I'm, out, like you know, like all humans are equal, and like so brave. <laughs> what the fuck? Right. That's their point. Is like slavery's bad. 
Right. It's it's the yeah. most basic level, low IQ, low brow shit in the world. And then they're like, like all the ethos we have in the libertarian world. They'll just be like, taxation's theft. And they'll show their <laughs> fucking tits. You're like, you're yeah, not saying anything? <laughs> yeah, the, the literal li libertarian skeletor, as you called it. I, I, I like that name a lot. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, she literally just says like the most basic boomer shit she's and not even hot <laughs> yeah and then her, her name's the redheaded libertarian but literally like she's why am i so she, popular guys i don't yeah. get it i don't i don't get it why why are so many people following me and by the way i would be more okay with that if they can't if 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 they had some like super smart shit that i've never heard of before like some new philosophical talking point I was like yo that's a great point and tits no but yeah it's, it's i mean never you, that yeah, if you got tits and you're a libertarian and you just say basic libertarian platitudes, you get an enormous following and then they somehow think that they have some kind of forbidden knowledge that nobody else has. No, you got a set of tits and people like looking at them. So when they see it on their timeline, they get a little stiffy and they hit follow. That's all there is to it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of autistic stamps at the libertarian party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To be fair. <laughs> well, the, the point I was trying to get at, though, was like they, they go on about how like they'll look at things like that that even I think are like stupid, but they'll be like, oh, you know, all these people are racist. And I'm like, you guys don't even like black people. Like I've hung out with, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've actually so hung out with black people so in true. person. And let me tell you, you guys wouldn't freaking, you wouldn't be able to like stand it for five minutes because within five minutes you'd be like, oh, they're using the N word. Yeah, no, dude, I think um, Nick <laughs> Ashley did this. This is like going back a while now, but when, when um, he went on the Fakitarians podcast and he went, what's your favorite rap album? And they were like, right, uh, yeah. uh, uh, lie, say anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't even, because they, they're not, again, it's all fake. Again, I grew up playing football, fucking all black dudes. I grew up in comedy, plenty of black friends. I hang up with black people all the time. You're right. They, it, their whole world, they're like, you're racist. But then you look at their friend group. It's like white, white, pastely white, fat, white, autistic. white. It's, it's all white. Yeah. It's just versions of white. Yep. Like they're, they're the worst they're the absolute <laughs> absolute worst people on the fucking party planet america <laughs> they just fucking suck dude i fucking hate them but who gives a fuck i mean they're, they're they're really irrelevant now half of them in pa are in the fucking keystone party we have like two people left that aren't mises because i feel like in the lpta yeah, one of them is still my like four like like literally four houses down from me is where is where is where she lives and it's so funny because like i'll i'll run into her at like uh, community events and stuff, and she just won't even look at me. Won't even acknowledge I'm there. And she'll pass by me and be like, "Hi, how are you doing?" D d d doesn't even say anything. Or like, if she if she says something, says it like the rudest way possible. I'm just like, these people had nothing else. This is all That's, they had. And like, yeah. part of me I mean, feels bad. Like, this is literally all they had. Like, I mean, to the point where like they would like neglect their children to just yes. like do nothing but libertarian shit. And now they don't have that. And it's like. Dude, were, were these you, big bullies that like took their favorite toy from them? You're so right. I mean, you you know that because all these board meetings that you go to, the meeting ends and all of them are hanging out four hours past the fucking meeting time. You know how? Dude, and I'm not using their name, so Lord. if they, oh, I'm not either. Yeah, but but like the the one person I'm talking about, like their child, when we were at these meetings and stuff, and like even like or even like on the board meetings and stuff afterwards, where they'd be hanging out for like hours afterward, their child would come in on the screen and be like. Bobby, please spend time with me, mommy. Yes. And then she'd be like, shut up, go. And I'm just like, go spend time with your fucking kid. J Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, like, I, I, imagine. And then, being you know, in my case, because I'm like, yeah. you didn't attend enough events to be qualified to be chair of your county. I was like, no, I didn't go to every event because I have kids. And they actually, like, <laughs> like me and like spending like time me. with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't know. Just imagine literally abandoning your children for a political party i mean that to me is just absolutely insane and it really shows a lack of like integrity and character of the people who were supposedly leading the party and i don't think you can have any kind of good movement if those are literally your leaders people who like don't even take care of their fucking kids i mean that says a lot about a person's character but uh, you know the people who are in charge now seem to understand that like hey you actually have to be more than just like a progressive npc to lead a yeah. libertarian movement cringy how the classical liberal caucus messages it's like literally npc platitude after npc platitude yeah. it's <laughs> right. like are you, is this even a person? Is this just an AI? <laughs> well, dude, it, it it really is a weird thing how we're talking about like them versus us, and like 
it spills down to like physical characteristics too. Because like I, when I do all the comedy stuff for like libertarian stuff, I bring, you know, Blaze Gagekis to open for me a lot. And he's not libertarian, but every single time he's like, I know exactly who's like Mises and who's not or who hates you guys. He's like, I just look at them and I go, that guy's not with you. <laughs> like that chick, <laughs> that chick is with you. That guy's not with you. Like that chick's not with you. Like that guy is with you because they all look the same. Ugly, fat, gross. <laughs> Waldenberger. <laughs> yeah, they, they all look like him. And all people who who hate their fucking selves, hate their fucking families, ignore their fucking kids. Again, it's a Saturday night. We're having a board meeting. I'm like, do you guys not have anything better to do on a nine o'clock at night on a Saturday? Like hang out, go out with friends. Uh, uh, for me, it's different. I'm working. But like everybody else who has like normal lifestyle, like you guys don't want to do any of that stuff. You just want to fucking do libertarian talk. And then not even that, just hang out afterwards and then just talk on a Zoom meeting. Yeah. That's that's your fucking life. That's that's all they have, and that's why they were so fight. That's that's why they fought back so hard against us. Not because they're not because we're fucking Nazis, or not because we're gonna fucking ruin the party. Because we're ruining their fucking social club, yep. and every state went through it during the fucking Reno reset thing. Every single state went through it. They went like, "Well, we're we're losing our social club. We're losing our hangout spot," and they didn't have to. They just didn't have to be cunts, and they well, couldn't yeah. do both. <laughs> they, yeah, right. Um, Lancaster, did, did, Lancaster County, which isn't uh, doesn't have a lot of MC guys in it. They, they meet every week. I'm not even kidding you. They meet every week. Only one of those is a business meeting. And I'm just like, Ooh. and when I was trying to like reschedule when our York meetings were, the before all the Keystone people left, they'd be like, oh, we can't do it on, on, on Wednesdays because that's when the Lancaster meeting is. I was like, okay, what about this Wednesday? No, that's when the Lancaster meeting is. I was like, well, wait, wait, Lancaster meets every Wednesday? Like, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what? How could you? This is hard enough for me to make it to like one meeting a month. Yeah. Like, like, what are these people doing with their lives that they need a meeting every single month, plus the monthly board meeting, plus convention, plus, like, they're probably, like, you know, let's be members of every single freaking committee in the world. I mean, it's... What's, um, did, did anyone see a vote total for the Keystone Party? I'm actually sincerely curious about it this. It was super low. Super are, are, low. are we talking four digits? Please tell me it's four digits. I think it's less than that. I'm almost positive it was like in the threes, right? Holy you, shit! You, Jacob, you know? Yeah, it was. I it think was it was like low. I think it was like 300 and something. That is. I could be wrong. I could be. Fantastic. I could be yeah. wrong. But I thought I'm, it was higher than 300. But I don't think it hit. I think it was. I think it was. I think it was either low four digits or high three digits. Okay, that's. Fuck it. Let me see if I, get, I, mean, I wonder if that's look upable. Right? Like, can you look that up? Keystone. The, prob the, the problem. I'm was, trying like, to do that now. The, the breakdowns I saw were like by position and not like cumulative. So I'm going like mental math here. All right, I'm saying. Oh, they're on. Oh, they're on Wikipedia. Oh, we should edit that Wikipedia. <laughs> 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 we should actually fuck it while we're here. This is fun. Let's do this. Let's. I'm not gonna edit it because I don't really know how to do that shit. But let's read through their fucking thing. Okay, Keystone Party. The party was founded by members of the Libertarian Party of Pennsylvania who felt the Libertarian Party was veering too hard to the right. No, oh, that's the first lie. Good lord! Oh, how dare you? Yeah. Uh, okay, let's see. Oh, they don't even have their fucking numbers. Oh, they, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Oh. Oh, there's no way. They got 20,000 votes, uh, Slosky and Nicole uh, Schultz, for governor. Huh. I find that hard to believe. They got... Bow harvesting. I mean, don't get me wrong. They are dead last in every single one of these. Like, by mm. miles. So, governor, they got 20,000. The next closest was 23,000, which is Green Party. Uh... What is this one? Oh, this is uh Senate. Twenty five thousand. Next closest is twenty nine thousand with the Green Party. Pennsylvania House, who you were just talking about, Jacob, not didn't even that break, was three digits. Didn't even break a thousand. Got absolutely rocked. And then um same thing for House. Absolutely rocked. Not even fucking close. So yeah, they have they're getting absolutely fucking smashed. And you gotta think about it, they only had that many candidates, so all of their efforts went to just those candidates. Imagine if they tried to run as many candidates as we did with that volunteer base and and the little funding they have. It, it's it's so it it is it, you know 
I imagine half of them are going to drop off and go to either the Democrat Party or the Forward Party at some point. Um, I can't. I can't imagine they're going to. Can I edit this? Um, <laughs> can I be like call... losers. Can I just call this gay. <laughs> Do I just call this gay. The Keystone Party is fake and gay. Our oh, platform. Uh, we are fake and gay. Was veering too hard in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good one. It's very too hard. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this is beautiful. Publish changes. <laughs> Let's go. I'm gonna see if it uh, updated. Let's oh, see. it did. <laughs> very too hard in the right direction. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god, that is fantastic. Oh. <laughs> Shit, dude. That's so funny. All right. I'm gonna stop sharing that. That was fun though. <laughs> that was fun. Hey, that's every anybody can do that. I'm saying Wikipedia is a publicly edible website. You guys should all go do that. <laughs> I wonder how long it takes him to realize that. I don't know. We'll have to keep I hope they leave it up. I hope they yeah. leave it up. I'm going to check back every day. <laughs> <laughs> so so what do you guys think, uh, to, to cover a different topic, what do you guys think of uh, Bernie Sanders bitching out and uh, withdrawing the uh, – Yeah, the, the Yemen vote. Uh, that yeah. was also on the docket. I think I want to talk about. Yeah, so he just pretty much said because of Biden's opposition to it or something like that, he's like, yeah, we're not going to hold the vote. I think – From the White House. It's like – Yeah, yeah. I, I think the deal was that they realized how unpopular um, Democrats are currently. And even though they did better than what everybody would have thought for the uh, midterms, I think they're just trying to look tough because I know they were um, – Saudi Arabia had a call with actually Xi Jinping from China. And um, I'm guessing they're probably just trying to posture and look tough so they want to make sure that, hey, we're – under the right side with Saudi Arabia. So we're going to continue to give them arms sales. We're going to continue to, although there may be a ceasefire, um, we're just going to try and give them a little bit of what they want. So that way we look good to them and, you know, we look like tough guys. So that way, you know, I just, I'm sure that was probably some of the thinking behind it, but yeah, it's, it's Bernie Sanders is bitch shit. Yeah, no, of course he is. I mean, Hey, we've given what $200 billion to Ukraine, but you know, Fuck Yemen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, the poorest country in the Middle East, but they're a, uh, a country on the border of Russia that's one sixteenth the size of the United States. We have to pour all the money in the freaking world over there. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Benzo Barbie just said it's not showing up on the... No, it's there. Yeah, I looked at it. It was there when I looked it up. Yeah, yeah. it's... Uh... Oh, no, no, I, 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 I fucking just refreshed it. And it's back to the original way. Oh, no shit. It was like that when I was on there. Do you think they have like a fucking notification thing set up? <laughs> their Wikipedia page? <laughs> like someone touched it. And then they said they yeah. have no life. They're like, click, 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 click. <laughs> like right back on the thing. Uh, no, all right. Well, I'll, Ben's, I'll, Barbie, I'll figure, I'll figure it out later. All right. When I finish this, I'm going to get back on and I'll do some, I'll do some, de- I'll do some research. But, uh, you know, uh, they, they, it's, it's again, no one cares about Yemen. That's not on the agenda. Ukraine's the agenda. That's the propaganda we're going for. Obviously, every president since Bush is, or since Obama has fucking shoved Yemen down further. For no one cares about fucking Yemen. So yeah, of course that was going to happen. Like we really thought they were going to be like, you know what, guys, you you're right. <laughs> let's, let's stop like, killing brown people in the Middle East is <laughs> is wrong. You guys, you libertarians know something. You got it. You guys, yeah, that's that was never going to. What you guys think that was going to anything was going to happen from that? <laughs> no, right? No, but it is indicative of like. I mean, for one, I mean, as a former Bernie bro, like it reminds me of just how much of a a weakling Sanders is. And I remember, like, after well, he didn't win the nomination in twenty fifteen, in, in twenty fifteen, and uh, just like immediately, like, went and endorsed Hillary, which, like, you know, I, I was in, you know, I was a libertarian, didn't know it yet, because like I hate it, and all of us, like, we hated Hillary Clinton, and we literally spent like the entire campaign supporting bernie just like trashing her and trashing her all of a sudden just to go from trashing her to like i don't know we're gonna endorse her because fuck trump i was just like what plus that sweet sweet cash yeah <laughs> well that, yeah. then yeah and then and then you start to realize like wait he's saying tax the rich but like he's part of the rich like 
you know, and, and so anyway, I mean, that kind of, after that election is when I started to look into more, you know, kind of, kind of left the left and looked more into different political philosophies, but yeah, no, it's, you know, people, I, I think it's, I don't know. I, I, I'm cautiously optimistic that maybe it'll get back to a vote and something happens. Cause like, it's not that I'm thinking it's going to be like a major, I mean, Scott Horton talked about this on Dave's show and it's like, it's not that it's going to be like some major uh, blow against the regime so much. It, as much as it is like a white pill in terms of like just waking up more Americans to like the shit that's going on. Mm. And like, you know, the fact that this is happening and that it's generating news headli- headlines because of all of the work of all these different anti-war groups coalitioning together, like, you know, that is something to be proud of. But, you know, obviously the the best outcome would be that they pass the resolution um, although if they don't pass it, it still kind of generates some buzz because it's like, hey, look at all this outcry that people have towards the situation and look at Congress still not doing anything about it. So I think yeah, either I, way we can spin it in a good direction. I think all the money going towards Ukraine and stuff like that is really kind of opening people's eyes up to kind of how the military industrial complex really works. And I think a lot of people don't really have the same appetite for, you know, blood all over the world that they once did, because now when you're paying for it at the pump and you're seeing a hundred billion dollars go to Ukraine to, you know, supply them with weapons and different governmental functions. um, When people hear about other war things they're they feel, not maybe equally as pissed off, but they're like, hey, well, maybe we cut a little fat around here, too, to, you know, maybe bring everything back into balance. What also I noticed was some uh, a few normal people out there who aren't in politics like we are. Uh, as soon as the elections ended and gas went back up, they're like, what happened? I was like, oh, my God, right? <laughs> it's almost like that was on purpose or something. <laughs> like, they, uh, Talk about waking people up, Kyle. What do you guys think about all these Twitter files that Elon's been dropping? I mean – Everything we've said for the last three years, but like now it's like kind of out there for fact. It's like a nail in the coffin. I think everybody, or at least all of us, kind of knew yeah. what the situation was. It really wasn't too, too surprising. I do got to say, it is very irritating to see Barry Weiss tweeting out all this stuff because it's very difficult to read a huge Twitter thread. And the one thing I did find kind of funny is that, of course, she picked out, um, where an Iranian official was um, saying something about Israel and called Israel a, uh, a tumorous cancer or something like that. And for anybody that doesn't know, Barry Weiss is actually an Israel lobbyist. Kanye so, wrote the Twitter uh, files. I don't know if you guys know that. Kanye wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, only if they'd be a hell of a lot more base then. But yeah, I, I just kind of wish they would dump it all out at once rather than, you know, like this. It, it almost seems like a limited hangout and Robbie Martin's been saying that a lot, but I, I think I kind of agree with him where you're just getting a little bit of the narrative at a time. And maybe there's certain things being omitted for a specific purpose. And maybe it just is the way it is. Maybe Elon likes stirring shit and keeping people coming back or, you know, maybe it's just, yeah, there is something more to it. I, so I, I could, I could almost see it as it's like a tactical thing where uh, if you drop everything at once, people forget about it. It's yeah. a big, it's a big deal for a week. Yeah. And, but if you are constantly dropping something each week, that's really important, big or important. People like care about sure. you're keeping people strung along way, 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 way more than you would. If you're just like here and then you're like, remember that thing in June? And you're like, nah, again, me either. <laughs> well, you, you know, the other thing I saw that they were talking about is um, the banning of Donald Trump. And it, it kind of let you see, you know, pull the wool off of their eyes or pull the wool off of everybody's eyes to see into how these people really think. They literally thought he was inciting a riot where he constantly said, we're going to go to the Capitol and we're just going to go there and make our voices heard. And then he may, I think Trump said, like, fight. And then, um, Nobody really thought that there was going to be this huge militia going into the Capitol. I mean, it, to think that a bunch of, you know, fucking rednecks from all over the country are going to go take over the Capitol. It's it's ridiculous. And or that Mike Pence is going to be strung up like nobody wants that. N- nobody really wants that. Like there were people that said nobody really wants to fuck around. Yeah, There's like five out. people who do. And it's like, you know, yeah. everybody else is just like hyperbole or whatever the fuck. <laughs> it's just, right. You know, yeah. It's like, yeah. I, I think what I think that to to string it along is smarter than just dropping all at once. But uh, all the think, um, do you think yeah, he's got, at risk like Elon? Like you think of he's like getting whacked? Getting, yeah, like you know, getting <laughs> Epstein. <laughs> I mean, it's no, like, I, think so he's, I think he's. I think he's too too past that point. 
yeah. think it's past that point. I hope but, so. Because I, it's I, it's everyone because everyone would be like, well, someone killed him. <laughs> like, like no one would be like, <laughs> no one would be like, I oh, just died. That point with it, it would be like, bigger than knew Epstein. Somebody killed him right. with Epstein. So it's like. I mean, I don't know. Like, to some point, I wonder if we're going to hit that point where the regime goes, like, whatever, the mask's off. Everyone knows we do this. We get away with it. You know what I mean? Like, they kind of uh, do that now with things. Yeah. But, but just, not, like, not that big yet. But not that big. Not, but not, they kind of do <laughs> with smaller <laughs> things. <laughs> you know, just blatantly, like, you have judges be like, I don't agree with that law. So you'd be like, you can't do that. Maybe <laughs> like, well, to, I mean, maybe they'll try to delegitimize Twitter over the next couple years first. They're doing that maybe, now. Yeah, well, I know, but say, like, after they've done that for long enough, then maybe he'd be more at risk, but I don't know. I, 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 I don't know, dude, because, again, Twitter ain't going anywhere. Any we, We've already seen, if you make a social uh, platform, it immediately becomes an echo chamber to wh- whoever created that platform. That's yeah. what happens. Twitter, yeah. for whatever, because it's probably the first one, is the only agreed-upon mute, neutral town square. That's yeah. what it is. Like, like g- Gab parlor truth social the uh, the other one the the fucking lives came out with uh, uh, hasn't done the amnesty there was yet. mastodon and getter i don't know the one that lives came out with. Uh, i was like tribal or tribe or something like that like my but oh, like that's that's it. even more fucking on the nose <laughs> it's like, it's like it, all this stuff is tribal and it all goes to an echo chamber so it's always gonna be twitter so you could fucking like all these fucking losers could leave twitter does it matter? Has Twitter Twitter's been growing? It's been making more money than ever before. So you have like all these fucking again. I'm gonna leave Twitter. Okay, all you're Bye. doing is ruining your fucking platform. You idiot. Yeah. Like you idiot. You absolute idiot. But good. And go ahead. It's all these fucking are so lessons anyway. Weak. Like to go back to the week. Like we have been like like libertarians. Not even third conservatives in there because they've been in the minority and been persecuted. They've been on Twitter and been the persecuted minority. For years, they've weathered that storm for years. For like the first time since Twitter's existence, people on the left are now the ones who are like they're not even like being persecuted. But they're not they're even not, being attacked, dude. They're just they're just no longer in their safe space anymore. That's they're exactly. no longer the, right. they're no longer yeah. the dominant uh, majority. Right. They no like, longer oh, can silence us with the push of a button. That's what yeah. it comes down to. And we we're like exist with us. We're just gonna trash you way more openly now. And they're like, we can't have that. We'll, we'll we'll shit on you for fucking seven years, but as soon as it's even, we're out. It's like, okay, you're missing out. We're not. We we stuck through it. I, I'm fucking banned. Well, <laughs> like, sometimes that like I, it's like it's hard for me to remember that I used to be like that. Like I used to be that kind of like virtue signaling. Uh, yeah, that's why I still pump. hate you. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I get up in the I, I get up in the morning early every day, just look in the mirror and be like, "You piece of shit, I hate you." Um, it's but, a hell of a way to motivate yourself. Yeah, no, but I like, do that too no, for I, different reasons. Though I remember being at work and people. I remember being at work once and people made like a race joke around me. Uh, not even like a bad one. It was like like really mild. And I just remember just like I, I went out of my way to go up to them and be like, that's offensive. Like, why would you say that? That that, that joke is really offensive. And and I don't you know, I, this is and I, I remember like making all those tropes and saying all that crap. And like these people and I remember the feeling that it gave me. Like it gives you this weird sense of like moral superiority. It's the same thing that, like vegans get, which I also used to be. I used to be a piece of shit. Dude, you are you the have worst. Every wow. I'm yeah. fucking friends what? with you. You know what? I I didn't agree with Adam and what he was saying about you, but now that you said you used to be a vegan, I think I'm coming over to Adam's side. Yeah. More. Thank you. I know, Kyle, don't fucking doubt me. I know. I know Jacob. I know who he is. You're right, man. You're right. I I used to be a Bernie Sanders vegan leftist. It was, it was, it was, it was dark times. Ew. But you know what? You know what? The Mises Caucus people like Dave Smith converted me. All this bullshit. But I put this out. Uh, like, people are like the Mises Caucus, only right wing reactionaries. It's like, no. Like, there's plenty of us who came from the left. We're just not part of like the. We're not the Hillary Clinton like style Democrats. Like, we're more like we we came from like the Occupy Wall Street or like Bernie Sanders part of the, the, of the populist kind of left. Yeah, like we're, we're we're you know the people who are more woke on like the the stuff that actually matters, like war and the regime and corruption and stuff like that. And we just had a bad sense of economics. And a lot of us, like we used to be woke for a little bit, but eventually that stuff got so crazy that like, you know, I mean, at some point when it was like, 
my people within my own family were calling like my dad anti-Semitic, even though my dad is literally fucking Jewish. I was just like, hold up. <laughs> Something doesn't make sense here. Like yeah. my dad, my dad's parents, like literally my dad's grandparents literally fled Nazi Germany. And it's like, you're anti-Semitic. It's like, because, because my dad, it, not for, for my dad, just for voting for Donald Trump. I was like, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I don't, uh, I didn't like Trump. I mean, you know, I, I've never liked Trump. Now I dislike him for like actual reasons. Not well, like that's the thing is we all don't, we all have legitimate gripes. Yeah. But you don't like Trump because it's like, you kept the wars going and you almost right. got us to war with Iran. Right. Exactly. That's you my said point. you were going to audit the Fed and you did. And, and, and the inflation that yeah. he technically started, the lockdowns, fuck him. Go, yeah. You know, yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's like, he yeah, put we have Fauci legitimate... in power. It's right. Like, but everyone else is like, the Russia January Gate, 6th, January 6th, he was mean. I don't give a fuck about any of those. <laughs> yeah, like, no, uh, no, no. if he was I, actually I nearly, if he was actually as based as the leftists make him sound, I would support I was, him. But he's dude, not. Dude, he's not. January 6th didn't go far enough. Like, exactly. I wish Trump was calling for people to storm the White House. Dude, I, I remember. Wish he was, listen, go in there and hang up Pence by, by, by his entrails, burn the fucking Constitution down. It's just like people are like saying, uh, when did Trump say the other week, we like, you know, like, you know, ignore the Constitution. And then Amash went out and did his like virtue signaling uh, pearl clutching about like, oh, uh, you know, you could you can't vote for a president who says that he doesn't respect the Constitution. I was like, actually, that kind of like makes me want to just to spite you. <laughs> Dude, the the two days after January 6th, well, I have it on a Monday, right? That was a Monday, I think. I think, I think it was Monday. So. Um, Wednesday. I, I went to the pod, our, our podcast studio, and there was like I don't know six, seven other comics in there recording their own, and everyone was just kind of talking. And uh, someone was like, "Fucking Monday was crazy, right?" And like, like it's a, they're like, "It's a coup." I go, "There wasn't even any weapons," and everyone looked at me, and like I was about to go into the whole like really, and they were like, "This is an absolute coup." They they were trying to throw a coup. And I was like, "You know what?" <laughs> I don't right. care. I'm not getting into this. Like, like <laughs> 1776, a coup meant like people literally uh, dying in the streets, fighting the redcoats and stuff. Like, and and it's like right. a coup in 2020. It's like people taking selfies. Right. It, it, uh, JC made the... a great point. He's the left and MAGA <laughs> yeah. right both buy into a narrative of Trump that doesn't exist. That's perfectly yes. true. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. true because you have all the MAGA people like like 2024. He's coming back. I go. We're good. <laughs> we're all good we don't need that like you guys don't get it like you guys don't get why he sucks i mean like i kind of hope he gets the republican nomination only because like i mean i don't like DeSantis either but i think that we could just do a lot more and like like if if especially if it's like a dave maj ticket i feel like running up against trump is a lot there's a lot more like low-hanging fruit to go after than there is with DeSantis. Like we can still do it with DeSantis, but Trump's just like a way, way better punching bag. The thing I, with well, DeSantis, you know what? Good. No, uh, I was just gonna say real quick. The thing with DeSantis is like I don't want to run for president because he's terrible on foreign policy and stuff. And we need guys like him home doing what he's doing, being like "fuck you, fuck the government, fuck yeah. this COVID shit." That's the shit. best part about localism. And it's like right. like so many people who get like I get, I get it. Like I, I'm not a Zionist. I don't like Israel. I get all that. But the people who get there's some people, whether it's like Ron DeSantis or whether it's Jordan Peterson, whether it's whatever, people get like super butthurt if someone's a Zionist. I'm like, listen, number one, Zionism is like the norm, okay? Like, you go up and talk to an average normie and you talk about like, you try to talk to them about how like we oppose Israel and we oppose like their military actions and all that, like you might find the occasional person on the left who, who might agree with you, but that's pretty fucking rare. Most people are pro-Israel, and it's because it's because most people haven't taken time to really mm -hmm. look at that subject, to look at what's going on with the Palestinians and stuff. They just kind of hear the headlines and the propaganda and all that. Um, but two, it's like it's not that I'm not saying foreign policy is is not important, but foreign policy matters for people who are actually in a position to do something with that, or who are making that foreign policy position their number one talking point. Like, someone like a John McCain or a Bill Crystal or whatnot, like, even though they weren't, like, ever actually president or generals or whatnot, they made, like, the the, the war on terror their main issue. So fuck them. Um, right. But someone like, I don't know, Jordan Peterson or Ron DeSantis, who, like, yeah, if you catch them in interviews saying 
pro, you know, making pro Zionist talking points or whatnot. But okay, but like Jordan Peterson's just like someone who's helped a lot of people, including me, like turn their lives around and like uh, reject identity politics, reject a lot of like the modern day tropes that the left and public education's put on people. And you have someone like Ron DeSantis, who like even though his foreign policy is awful, like he was culturally like a leading figure against the COVID regime. And like say we like we can complain about him, but everyone in Florida loves him. And this this recent election is just proof of that. Yeah. Because he won dominatingly after the previous one where he he barely barely skated through yeah so it's like barely skated through against a black gay crackhead right exactly <laughs> so it's like we we just i don't know like we, we need to be more sophisticated and i think to some extent you know there's a little bit of like residual lawbertness in the party that i think has creeped into some of our people just because that's like someone has little, to take the mantle. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's sort of like the incentive structures are there to be a little bit like you know the the I like the way Heist puts it. It's like the party justice warrior. Like some people do that, and and then some people do that over like whether it's like Zionism or they do it over I don't know something is like their most important issue. And then like if anyone in the public sphere is bad on that issue, they 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 demonize that person. And it's like, you know what, I think there are people who aren't libertarians, who are good people, and who, I, I still view them as, like, counter to the regime. They're just not libertarians. And, like, they could be, but they just, like, you know, it'd be cool to see Jordan Peterson have a sit-down talk with, like, uh, I don't know, like, like, Scott Horton or someone like that. I mean, he has talked to Bob Murphy, but that was more about, like, economics and stuff. He hasn't had a libertarian on to talk foreign policy. He probably would. Uh, my my point just being that like we need to be careful to like not make perfect the enemy of the good and like localism solves so many of the problems mm-hmm. and this is like right. I started talking about this on the point you made Adam which is like DeSantis as president the fucking worst DeSantis right. as governor actually pretty based I mean not perfect but pretty freaking based mm-hmm. I will say this also when he shipped the immigrants up so to funny. fucking Oh my god! Funniest I was like, ever. that is that is like the the best political move I've ever fucking seen in my life, yeah. and it's just because like it's like, and I know he didn't do it for like the right reasons because like I'm actually more of an open borders libertarian, and I know like he, he was kind of like trying to stick it to them, but like you should stick it to them, because like the Democrats pretend to be good on this issue, but they actually fucking suck. Well, it's, it's like, NIMBY, good for right? Him for, it's like that George Carlin bit it. from years ago where it's like, oh, build a prison? Not in my backyard. <laughs> it's like yeah. a, that <laughs> whole That's thing, exactly right? what it yeah. was. Yeah, it's, and, it's, and they yeah, made yeah. a big deal. They couldn't afford to have all these people here. Martha's um, Vineyard couldn't afford. <laughs> Imagine that shit. I've been to Martha's Vineyard. Straight yeah, they can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they fucking can. Yeah, the, my favorite was that video of that woman being like, where are we going to keep 50 people? <laughs> <laughs> in all your yachts or mansions there's just no room like we we can't put them that's where we keep our servants they already have a quarters like where are we we're gonna put them AOC, we already have that, enough mexicans here aoc wears that dress like tax the rich and it's just like but but fuck the 50 people at martha's vineyard ship them back it's yeah like, it's, it's, it's like the rich the rich can't the rich can afford to be taxed to death to pay for the green new deal but for 50 immigrants no Right. No, no, yeah, no, I sorry guys, I need to pay for my flight to go cry at the fence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, also AOC <laughs> taking her vacation time in Florida. Like what a fucking hypocrite. So funny. What a hypocrite. Yeah, but that's that, but that that's why great. a lot of this, like I used to get mad at, now I'm just like, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> like <laughs> like like she calling DeSantis all the fucking names in the book. Florida, you're trying to kill people, and then she's down there like with her fucking simp bitch red ginger boyfriend (laughs) freaking ass well the worst of all that was the redhead part yeah yeah yeah. by the way of course also dates a white guy also very funny very funny (laughs) (laughs) it's all very funny this is sometimes why i'm like we are in a simulation and they just cranked up like the fucking humor like setting (laughs) to like 10 or or like the uh, hypocritical setting and like let's see if they pick up on this or not <laughs> let's see if yeah, it was that uh that, that cern super collider must have uh like hit in 2016 and then we've just been living in clown world ever since because everything every, everything is so hypocritical now it's 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 laughable and you can't get mad at it. are you gonna fucking yeah. blow your goddamn brain out oh, of yeah. your goddamn bed uh all right guys we're a little over an hour uh this was fun this is this was a good 
good almost end of the year wrap up uh, <laughs> uh kind of bleak but not really also we talked about some shining things in the future that's not all dark and sad uh kyle where can we find you bud sure uh you can find me at kyle matovic k-y-l-e-m-a-t-o-v-c-i-k on twitter uh the band a common crown um you and me are both sporting our own gear you know, that, that's yeah. a proper chat thing to do. <laughs> um, the In Liberty and Health podcast. I'm doing two episodes a week anymore. Um, and uh, on Facebook, uh, music's everywhere. You can find my music at A Common Crown and In Liberty and Health on all major audio podcatchers. Yeah, that's where you can find me. Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, dude. I love you, brother. Uh, Jacob? Uh, go to adamisn'tfunny.com and you can find all of them. No, <laughs> Hey, that was fun. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, so at Biblical Anarchy on Twitter, because um, you know I I have a big following because I didn't get nuked off Twitter. Whatever, dude. Weirdo, like Adam. Uh, uh, whatever. I have two hundred thirty <laughs> followers now. It's such a bummer. <laughs> See, I, I I win just by surviving. Okay, you really like, did. Just... <laughs> you are surviving. Well, I'm more base energy than you. I'm That's the fine. guy in paintball yeah. who just like doesn't go out, just waits for anyone else to shoot yeah. each other. Comes out, shoots the last guy. It's like, yeah. Okay. So. You're like, I'm a hero, and no one could tell the village otherwise because they all <laughs> <Yeah>. died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, but uh, you can. So I got two podcasts now. First one you can check out uh, Daniel Three Podcast, or go to Daniel318.com. Second one is just launched back in November with the Libertarian Christian Institute, and that is uh, the Biblical Anarchy Podcast, which you can check out at biblicalanarchypodcast.com or search for that on YouTube, Spotify, whatever you want. And, yeah, that's it. Boom. All right, you guys know, again, follow me on all my stuff. Go check out The Cult of Us. Tomorrow, brand-new live episode. I think we have Stephen Ali on, very funny comic. Uh, all right, boys, this has been fun. Thank you. Hopefully the world doesn't go into a fucking tailspin. And uh, I'll see you guys in the fucking new year, hopefully. I'm hoping for the tailspin. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Same. A little bit. But if not, I'll see you guys soon. Everybody, <laughs> peace. Thanks for listening. Find Adam on social media, Twitter and IG, at Adam Nutter, or Facebook and TikTok, at Adam Nutter Comedy. And for podcasts and merch, check out www.droptent.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. This has been a Drop Tent Media Production.